Hey, guess what's happening on this week's episode of the Beating Diabetes Lifestyle Podcast with your friend and host, Oscar Camejo. Let me ask you a question. Where are you at this point in your personal health journey? Perhaps you've recently been diagnosed with prediabetes or type 2 diabetes, full blown. Maybe you've been living with type 2 diabetes for a while now and you simply have decided to live with it and do your best to manage it. Perhaps you're overweight and you're struggling with food cravings. I know, been there, done that myself. You're on different kinds of medications for a number of health challenges, from high blood pressure to high cholesterol. Maybe you're having some thyroid issues. And on top of that, you're dealing with type 2 diabetes. Maybe you're having sleeping issues. You're always fatigued, you're moody, and you're stressed out. I can relate, folks. There was a time not too long ago when my health was declining. I was sick. But guess what? My health eventually improved. Today, I'm full of energy. I'm off all meds. I lost over 80 pounds in less than a year, folks, and I was able to keep it off. And I was able to reverse type 2 diabetes. But you see, my story isn't unique. It's not a story of luck or good fortune. No, not at all. There was no secret formula. There was no magic pill that I took that did the trick. By the way, there is no magic pill, folks. Don't believe it. Don't believe the commercials. I was simply able to do what you're capable of doing as well. And that's what I want to share with you in today's episode. Developing a clear plan for better health to reverse type 2 diabetes. There's no fluff, just real talk today, folks. So grab a seat, maybe a cup of tea or some water, and let's get into it. Let's go. Be sure to visit the website at www.beatingdiabeteslifestyle.com for access to free resources and other information that will help you along your journey. If you would like to submit a question or a comment about the show or to learn more about the Beating Diabetes Lifestyle, you can always email me at hello at beatingdiabeteslifestyle.com. And if you haven't already, be sure to subscribe to this podcast. Welcome to the Beating Diabetes Lifestyle Podcast with me, your host, Oscar Camejo, helping diabetics make lifestyle changes to reverse type 2 diabetes. Let's dive in, folks. Hey, when I started this podcast, my goal from the beginning and even now is to help folks, plain and simple. I want to share practical advice that you can implement in your life to and get results. You see, the thing that made a difference in my life, folks, is having a clearer vision of health and what I wanted my health to actually look like. Yes, I was sick and tired, but guess what? I was sick and tired of being sick and tired. So it was important for me to visualize, I mean, actually see myself living better, feeling better. I wanted better for myself, folks. My vision was about more than just losing weight. I started thinking about living life off meds one day. I pictured myself thinner, more athletic, leaner, energetic, sleeping better, happier, stress-free, eating better, moving better, and so on. You see, at the time, none of that was going on. I wasn't thin. I wasn't lean. I wasn't energetic. I was probably getting only four hours of sleep at night because I was stressed out, folks. It was a lot going on just in my physical body, even in my mental health. Just a lot was just going on, just stressed out a lot. 
and just dealing with some personal issues that a lot of people uh, can relate to. So what about you and your own vision for your health? Do you have a plan for seeing what that vision would look like if it became a reality? Now, imagine navigating your health journey without a clear plan, folks, without a vision. It's like driving without a GPS or an old school map like I did when I was growing up. You know, getting around would be really confusing and you'll likely get lost if you don't have a GPS. If Siri's not there to tell you where to go and how to get there, right? You know, without a clear vision, you might find yourself stuck in the traffic jam of a whole bunch of information, misinformation as well, stuff that's so confusing. And one person tells you to go this way. Another person tells you to go that way. It's nothing worse than being stuck in a traffic jam of bad information when it comes to your health. You know, not knowing where to start or which direction to take, or even if you're on the right path, you're spending a lot of money and it just seems like you're going around in circles. Nobody wants that. So that's why I want to talk with you about the consequences of not having a clear plan. You know, it's very costly, folks, when you don't have a plan, when you don't have a vision. Now, picture this. You're investing your time and your money. You're going to the gym, maybe. You're exercising, maybe, but it's like you're just spinning your wheels. You're, you're trying all these different approaches. You're hearing about all these different programs that you can sign up for that guarantee all of these uh, results. But it's like you're just going around in circles and nothing seems to work. It's also like trying to build a house without a blueprint. You might end up with something, but it may not be what you actually had in mind. You see, without a clear plan, without a clear vision, you risk wasting precious resources on methods that might not move the needle when it comes to your health goals. And then eventually you may hit a plateau. I remember when I went from 268 pounds to 244 pounds, man, it seems like things were going great. But then eventually I hit a roadblock. I hit a plateau and I wasn't losing any more weight. It just seemed like, man, what was going on? What am I doing wrong? Well, when I had uh, reached that plateau, I realized that I was just kind of aimlessly going to the gym, aimlessly just eating just whatever, you know, cutting out certain things. But I really didn't have a plan in place. You know, we've all hit that roadblock. We've all hit that plateau in one form uh, or another. You know, you start off strong, you know, like in the new year, in the first quarter of the new year, or for some people, the first month of a new year, you start off strong, right? Without a clear plan, without clear direction, you know, progress just eventually stalls, man. And, and it's just, it's worse when you're stuck and you, you just don't know where to go. You just don't know what to do. It's like running on a treadmill and not getting anywhere. Having a clear plan and a clear vision helps you to navigate through those plateaus. Trust me, I know what I'm talking about. And it will help keep you uh, motivated. It will help keep that momentum going. Because you know what? It's nothing like having that momentum that keeps you going through the tough times. You know, and having it written down especially helps to keep it on the top of your mind during those times when you feel like giving up, caving in, and quitting. Having your vision posted in your, on your mirror in the bathroom or on your refrigerator or on the door as you're leaving out 
uh, for the day. Every day is constantly before you. And I wholeheartedly believe this, folks. And listen to this. Write this down. The thing that you pay attention to the most is what you're going to desire. Let me say that again. The thing that you pay attention to the most is what you're going to desire. Now, one thing for me was I had to start visualizing a better health for myself, a better lifestyle of health, rather. I had to really think about and pay attention to um, what is it that I wanted to do. I had to really pay attention to not only how I was eating and how I was exercising, but I had to put before me positive things, positive affirmations, uh, positive things about what I wanted to look like and feel like in my health. And the more and more I kept visualizing that, the more I kept paying attention to what I wanted my life to look like, the more I desired it, the more I wanted to pursue that thing. Again, it's like our, our, our journey example. You know, when you have that roadmap and you know you're trying to get to a destination, man, there's nothing like pursuing that destination and you can't wait to get there. You're going to do whatever it takes to get you to that location. And that's what I want you to do when it comes to your health, folks. I want you to, yes, get in shape, for example. But what does that actually look like? You know, sometimes when I ask people like, OK, you know, what are you trying to do? Well, man, you know, I just want to get in shape. I want to, you know, just feel better. OK, um, that's great. But what does that actually look like for you? And I've used this example before, and I'm going to share this example with you. If you take a sculpt tour, right? A person who takes a stone and they create a sculpture, that sculptor has a vision in mind. That sculptor sees the results before he or she even begins chiseling. They gather their tools. The stone is heavy, right? The, 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 the material that they're going to use is heavy. It has no shape. It's rough around the edges, right? That sculpture has a goal in mind, though, and continues working at it and continues chiseling away until that sculpture is finished. You see where I'm going with this, right? So like the sculpture or the sculptor, you are the sculptor of your life. You get to shape it the way you want it. You get to shape your health journey the way you want. You don't have to just sit back and accept the status quo of saying, hey, man, I have type 2 diabetes or pre-diabetes. It is what it is. I'm overweight. It is what it is. I can't, I'm not going to do anything about it. It's just too hard. It's too difficult. I've tried everything. Maybe I was just born to be big. I was just born to have this disease. It's just my luck. No, uh-uh. I want you to change that mentality. Again, this is your life. This is your health. I want you to get serious about shaping it the way you want it to be shaped. No matter how long it takes, no matter the effort, I want you to put in the work. You see, if I can reshape my life, if I can get in shape after being 268 pounds, almost dying in August 22, excuse me, August 2020, having issues with my heart and high cholesterol, high blood pressure and other stuff was going on. If I can reshape my life, if I can sculpt my life to what it is today, folks, you can too. 
So again, like that sculptor starts off with that heavy stone, that stone that has no defined shape. You can change your life around because once you start shaping your life and getting yourself in shape mentally, emotionally, and physically, once you start the process, it won't be long before you start seeing the results of that hard work that you've been putting in. Okay. So let's shift gears to the positive side. Having a clear vision brings purpose and direction. Again, it's like having a roadmap to get you to your health destination while you're on your health journey. So how do you develop this plan? How do you develop a vision for what you want your life to look like? Well, it starts with some honest introspection and self-reflection. You know, there was a time when I looked in the mirror and I saw myself as a walrus and I just kept thinking like, man, you're just big, man. You just you're out of shape. You know, you, you just look lazy and so forth. So that was a negative thinking that I had developed. You know, I was never a negative person. I pretty much grew up with a positive attitude. You know, my blood type is O positive. So I have positivity running through my veins, literally. So I had gotten to the point, man, where I was just very negative in my thinking about myself because I was like, man, how could you let yourself go? How could you you know, let this happen to yourself. So I had to turn that mentality around. So I had to do some honest introspection and self-reflection. I had to be honest and ask myself, okay, Oscar, how did you get here? What was going on? Okay, you've done that. Stop beating yourself up. Now, what are you going to do about it? So I want to ask you, my friend, my dear listener, what does better health look like for you? Ask yourself, what does better health look like for me? What does that look like? It goes beyond just what it says on that scale. The scale does not define good health. It is just simply a measurement of your body weight, your mass, your muscles, your bones, your water, fat, visceral fat, subcutaneous fat. It's just a measurement, but it's not a definition of who you are. It's not a definition of your self-worth. It's not a definition or an indicator of your value. It's not. So again, ask yourself, what does better health look like for me? I want you to begin setting some specific, measurable, and achievable goals. And I'm going to share with you how to do that. Because it's important for you to break down those practical steps and start creating a personal roadmap for you. In a nutshell, having a clear vision is the key, folks. I can't stress it enough. Having a clear vision is important. And writing it down is very important as well. Again, it can't just be something in your head. It has to be something that you can visualize and actually see in writing, in ink, every day. You know what I'm saying? Again, whatever you give your attention to the most is what you're going to desire. You see, without it being written down, You risk confusion, you risk uh, wasting time, and of course, you risk not hitting your goals, not reaching your goals, you know, being stuck on the plateau mode, if you will. Let's move on. Now, here's some practical steps. So go ahead and grab a journal, grab your phone, your notepad and whatnot, 
And I want you to jot down your health goals. I want you to break them down into small, actionable steps. And that's going to be your roadmap to reversing type 2 diabetes. Yeah, you're going to get with your diabetes educator, your healthcare providers. Um, you're going to get with your primary care physician, your endocrinologist. For those of you who want to go that route, you may get with a dietitian. You might get with a nutritionist and so forth. But everything that you learn, you're going to have to write it down. Like These are the steps that I need to take to, to do X, Y, Z. If you're ready, here are the steps. Step number one, write down your why. You have to know your why. Number one, again, you have to know your why. And I'll explain that in a second. Number two, set realistic expectations. Number three, set yourself up for success with small victories. Number four, set boundaries around your decision to live healthy. Number five, evaluate your progress and be willing to adjust along the way. Now, let me break these down for you real quick. Number one, know your why. You want to write down your why. Your why is your motivation. It's your motive for doing what you're setting out to accomplish. Why do I need to transform my life? Why do I want to lose seven pounds? Why do I want to lose 30 pounds? You want to keep the end result in mind. You know, Stephen Covey, he's the author of The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. He said we should begin with the end in mind. You see, beginning with the end in mind, you can train yourself to create a clear vision for yourself in the life you want. So, again, remember our example of the sculpture that's created by the sculptor, the sculptor. Right. He thinks about he or she thinks about the end result. So they begin with the end in mind. OK, Covey, Stephen Covey, believed that your most important work is always ahead of you, is never behind you. So come up with your why list. For example, I want to blank because blank. So write that down. I want to blank because blank. Here's another one. I want to lose weight. Or here's an example. I want to lose weight because I want to live healthier. Okay. I want to develop an exercise routine that I can stick to because I want to look and feel better about myself. Again, we're talking about knowing your why and writing down your why. Here's something I often say when I'm grinding it out in the gym or I'm running long distances and things get tough. Or let's say if early on when I was at that plateau stage and I'm like, man, you know, this stuff is really tough. I'm not seeing the results that I want, but I I know I have to keep going. So this is what I would often say. I'm focused. I'm dedicated. I'm motivated. Keep moving. You know, I've shared this before on this podcast. So I want you to keep that in mind. I'm repeating it because I want you to consider implementing in your life. So again, it's I'm focused, I'm dedicated, I'm motivated, keep moving. Again, those times when you're struggling with losing weight, struggling with food cravings, I'm focused, I'm dedicated, I'm motivated, keep moving. That's what you have to tell yourself. Look in the mirror. You may even have to record yourself saying this, record an audio version of you saying this or a video version. 
And when you're feeling down and out, hey, you're focused, you're dedicated, you're motivated, keep moving. Tell yourself, I'm focused, I'm dedicated, I'm motivated, keep moving. Okay, you get the point. Number two, set realistic expectations. It's important to focus on goals that are achievable for where you are and where you want to be. Plain and simple. Sometimes we set unrealistic expectations like, oh, I want to lose 30 pounds in 30 days. That may be achievable in some situations, but some people take shortcuts and I don't want you to take shortcuts. I want you to be realistic, be smart in setting your expectations. Because listen, the goal is not to lose all this weight really fast. The goal is to lose the weight and keep it off. Some people, they go through these extreme programs and these extreme diets and these extreme solutions and programs only to regain the weight a short time later. So just keep that in mind, right? Don't set unrealistic expectations. Be truthful, be honest, be self-reflective, but be realistic. Pace yourself. This is not about running a race. It's about this marathon. And the prize is not to the one who finishes fast, but the one who endures to the end. And I want you to endure. Okay. Number three, set yourself up for success with small victories. You know, small wins and victories require taking small steps. Remove and replace. Now, let me explain what I mean by the remove and replace method. Sometimes when we are setting out to lose all this weight, you know, we're frustrated. We want to get off meds and we, we get impatient and we just try to go and take leaps and bounds. Right. And we want to go fast. But going fast and trying to do big things really quickly is not always sustainable. So that's where I want you to focus on small victories, right? Now, let me give you an example of what I mean by that. So um, let's say you want to start eating healthier. So right now you may be eating a lot of cookies and a lot of junk food and, and so forth. So for this week, let's say the next seven days, take some small victories. By removing something and replacing or moving something that's not good for you and replacing it with something that's good for you for the next seven days. So how do you achieve that in seven days? One day at a time, one meal at a time. So day one, if you know that you wake up and you're used to eating pastries first thing in the morning or drinking something that's very sugary. You know, whether it's orange juice or apple juice or grape juice, first thing in the morning, remove that item from your daily routine on day one and replace that sugary drink with water or replace that donut or that pastry or that bagel with all of that sugary cream cheese on it with some boiled eggs or something that's healthier. So again, a small victory starts with removing something small and replacing it with something good. Remove a bad habit, replace it with a good habit. 
and you start celebrating those small victories. I wanted to spend some time on that because sometimes people want to see these big results, but they don't realize that like that sculptor, he or she has to chip away at that stone for a while and you don't see big chunks coming off. You see small chunks and then he starts noticing, okay, it's starting to take shape. So again, set yourself up for success with small victories and celebrate those small wins. Okay. So if normally uh, um, you eat something sugary and fried food or something early in the morning and you replace it with something healthy, celebrate that meal and tell yourself, hey, you're focused, you're dedicated, you're motivated. Keep moving. You get my point, right? So number four, let's move on. Set boundaries around your decision to live healthy. Now, I'm going to tell you this. Uh, Sometimes it's going to be very tempting to quit when those small victories just seem like it's not enough. It's like, man, I just want to see bigger results. Man, you know, I stepped on the scale and I'm still heavy. You know, I only lost one pound. So instead of celebrating that the, the one loss, the one pound loss, you actually look at it as a negative. You don't want to do that. So you want to set boundaries, boundaries around your decision to live healthy. One of those boundaries is, you know what, no matter the results I don't see right away, I'm still going to keep moving. That's a boundary. I'm not going to just give up and cave in because I don't see quick results. You have to keep moving. Uh, Another way to set boundaries uh, is not just a mental uh, around your mental boundary or setting up mental boundaries, but it's also being willing to say no to certain things. If you are going out with your friends and you guys normally eat a bunch of fried foods and sugary drink or you drink a bunch of sugary drinks, you know, Coca-Cola or, you know, other soft drinks or whatnot, or you used to having a dessert after, you know, dinner with the with the fellas and, and or with the ladies. Sometimes you're going to have to be willing to say no, like, you know, what, I don't need that fried food. I don't need the high carbs right now. Let me choose a different option. You have to be willing to say no. You have to be willing to not give in to the cravings. And I know it's easier said than done. Been there, done that. Because sometimes social eating is what gets a lot of people in trouble, especially around the holidays, right? Regardless of the holidays, remember your why. Remember You want to stay focused. You want to be dedicated. You want to stay motivated and you want to keep moving. So you have to set boundaries around your decision. If that means, you know what, hey, uh, I need to switch up, you know, watching television late at night. And instead of doing a bunch of TV watching or social media swiping for hours and hours, I need to, you know, review my health goals and where I am in reaching those goals and be prepared for the next day. I need to do more reading. I need to do more uh, listening to podcasts on health and nutrition for diabetics. I need to do what Oscar said and set boundaries around my decision to live healthy. You see, success is the ability to say no to a thousand things and the ability to say yes to the right things.
Distractions will come by the thousands, folks. Trust me, especially when you're setting out to do something positive with your life, there's going to be a bunch of distractions. Again, it's important to set boundaries around your decision. And I can go through a whole exercise with you of what things that you should do, but I want you to self-reflect. I want you to think about, okay, what uh, has been my challenge when it comes to, let's say, going to the gym or walking or running outside or just doing more health focus or health conscious activities? What are some uh, um, uh, distractions that I'm experiencing when it comes to eating healthier? Do I still have a fridge full of a bunch of junk that I just need to get rid of? Remember our example earlier about establishing a house when you're building a house, you have to have a blueprint. Well, you know what? Sometimes that blueprint has to include a demarcation of your property, right? It's your boundary. Here are your boundary lines. Then you need to erect a fence, you know, and say, okay, nothing comes in here that does not belong here. That's the same thing we need to do when it comes to our refrigerator, in our house, our car, our office, nothing comes in here that's unhealthy. And I know that's easier said than done, but folks, there was one day I came home and I cleaned the house. I got rid of all the chips, all the junk food, all the cookies. I got rid of the sugary drinks. I poured everything down the sink, the drinks down the sink. I got rid of the fried foods. And I'm like, you know what, Oscar, if you're going to be focused, if you're going to be dedicated, if you're going to be motivated, if you're going to keep moving, you're going to have to set some boundaries. And it's going to start with cleaning house and not letting anything in this house, in your space, that is a problem uh, food or drink for you. You see, again, distractions are going to come. I need to stop making it easy for me to be distracted. So hopefully you get my point. Okay, here we go. Number five, evaluate your progress and be willing to adjust along the way. That's self-explanatory, folks. Go back to your why. Go back to your expectations. Go back to celebrating the small victories. Go back to setting your boundaries and evaluate how are you doing? What things are working? What things do you need to adjust? Yeah, you may be working out one day a week. And you're gaining that momentum. Okay, add another day and then another day and just come up with a routine that's going to work for you, something that's sustainable, that's doable. And again, evaluate, evaluate, evaluate. That's one of the things that I think we lack sometimes um, the confidence to do is just be realistic and say, hey, yeah, you know, I've been just doing the treadmills and I'm not doing anything else. I need to challenge myself more. That's what I did when I went to I started going to the gym. I was like, yeah, I need to do more than just walk on the treadmill. I learned that I need to build strength without bulking up. I didn't need to. Remember, my goal for me was I wanted to look more athletic. I wanted to look leaner. So I had to reevaluate my progress. Okay, how am I doing with this exercise routine and that exercise routine? Am I seeing results? Oh, yes, I am. Okay, good. Let me up the intensity because I always wanted to just challenge myself. So I want you to challenge yourself to do more, do better uh, so that you can achieve better health and one day come off the meds. 
and uh, start living healthier, folks. You know, I am not a proponent of you disregarding your doctor's orders. In fact, I want you to get with your healthcare professionals, get with your nutritionists, your dietitian, um, your dietitians, get with your diabetes educator, get with the professionals to help you to carve out a roadmap for you. All right, folks, that's it for today. I hope my journey of reversing type 2 diabetes, losing weight, and achieving results inspires you to reach your own personal health goals so that you too can beat diabetes. It can be done, folks. If I can make a lifestyle change that allowed me to see sustainable results, you can too. But I want you to take the necessary steps to begin living healthier. I don't want you to give up. I don't want you to cave in and quit, folks. Ask for the support that you need from loved ones, from the professionals. Learn as much as you can about type 2 diabetes and pre-diabetes so that you can make educated choices regarding your health. Your health is your most important asset, folks. I say it often. So go ahead and do what you need to do to turn your life around. So thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of the Beating Diabetes Lifestyle Podcast. I'll catch you next time. So until then, stay focused, keep moving, never go back, leap forward, bounce back because you can, my friend. And above all else, trust God. You got this. I believe in you. Hi, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to the Beating Diabetes Lifestyle Podcast with Oscar Camejo. We hope you enjoyed this episode. As a reminder, this podcast is intended for motivational and educational purposes only. It is not a substitute for professional care by a physician or other healthcare professional or qualified fitness instructor. This podcast is provided on the understanding that it does not constitute medical or professional advice or services. If you're looking for help on your journey, seek a qualified medical practitioner. It's important that you utilize someone who is a trained, licensed healthcare professional who can help you on your journey toward good health.